everyone, and welcome to Starship Podcast Warlock. My name is Drew. My name is Jeff. And we have come to the end of an era, uh, or as we call it here, a season. Uh, we are at the very end of Blackadder. To so, everything, there is a season. <laughs> yes. So, um, we are uh, just about to watch the special uh, back and forth. Uh, so as uh, as we usually do with finales and whatnot, we are going to go ahead and watch this one first, and then we are going to um, go through and, well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about, uh, just look back at Blackadder in general. Um, we will do our ranking of don't all of the episodes. What? Sorry, don't look black and at her. <laughs> wow, Okay. Yeah, I I don't even know what that means. Um, so <laughs> we're going to be looking at all the episodes, ranking them for people who are not completely bored by that, and uh, we are then going to do a little bit of would you rather. Uh, so I prepared some questions that I want to ask both of us. Haven't really thought too hard about my answers, so we're both going to be figuring it out off the cuff. But I just thought it would be fun, and you'll see what I mean when we get there. But in the meantime, we're going to start up back and forth uh jeff are you ready to go i am all right well as you know if you've gotten this far you already know the drill but basically i will say three two one play we'll all start uh from zero in back and forth and then watch it and uh talk during it and laugh and then afterwards we'll talk about it so get ready to sync up your video with us here we go Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Dodgy catering. <laughs> I oh, forgot about you this. tapestry. Oh, I love these little likenesses of him. Mm-hmm. It was getting quite handsy in that last one. Oh my god. <laughs> it's high Paint time me for like a, one of your French girls. <laughs> it's high time for a female black adder. <laughs> Looks a little like young Robin Hitchcock there. It's funny, I'm surprised he's not using two fingers, too, but... Yeah. <laughs> that was an altered picture of Ronald Reagan. You could tell by the hair. Oh, man. On this episode of Yes, Minister... <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh dear God. Sit on my face and tell <laughs> I borrowed that from the Pythons. It's called the curse of fatal death. <laughs> oh no. Quite nice. That's the weirdest looking Pandoric I've ever seen. <laughs> Baltric <laughs> looking for a uh, Black Adder 3. Yeah.
His voice is very high in this. Leftover from Black Adder 3. <laughs> It is very weird experiencing this without a laugh track. Oh, yeah, huh? And on film. It's like watching MST3K the movie. Hot tub toilet machine. <laughs> <laughs> I like his jacket. We've landed it's at Universal Studios. <laughs> I was thinking it's the same dinosaur from Deep Breath. <laughs> no, don't throw those things. God. <laughs> Just like deep breath. That was that a sound of thunder? <laughs> That was very silly. I'm disappointed there's no warp warp noise. <laughs> there was meant to be a warp warp. Unearthly child. <laughs> That's Baldrick, all right. <laughs> Hello, grandfather.
board now. Oh, she's Willow. Man, he looks weird. Melch it. Yep. Yeah, the outfit is different. The beard is different. And it's especially weird because of the fact that both Queenie and Nursey look just about right. They do, yeah. Uh, she's pitch perfect, though. Funny story, I almost choked to death on one when I was three years old. Oh my gosh. And would you like a fine wine? <laughs> you know, it's funny. <laughs> the last special was also traveling through different time periods. Mm -hmm. And the Elizabethan one was also all about getting her a present. Yep. Oh my god, that was disturbing. <laughs> That's not Colin Firth, is it? It is. Oh my god. Oh my god. Are you kidding? That show's hilarious. <laughs> That's fair. It's too bad they couldn't have gotten Ken Brunner to uh, <laughs> play it. I'm sure he would have done it. Yeah.
Oh, Jesus. My triple has been doyed. I was just about to say that exact line. <laughs> I'm sad we don't get to revisit that. Yeah. Even though I don't know what else they could have done with it, but... I don't know if I've ever seen this. Really? Yeah. This is not Gabriel Glaster, it is now Kate Moss. <laughs> right in the weapon. <laughs> God. Baltrick having trouble sitting. Looks <laughs> that way.
<laughs> I'm informed that Napoleon was actually very tall. <laughs> I love all the Tim McInerney here. <laughs> Off in the TARDIS. See, it's very simple. They're in the Pandorica, and that's Rory out there. <laughs> yep. Well, we can see where this that whole idea came from now. only three foot now it was 15 feet at the time but oh. that's funny If you aren't thinking of a certain scene from Life of Brian, then I don't know you. <laughs> I guess you don't know me. Uh, there we go. We got a bat in. <laughs> it's, 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 it's. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Mac Python's flying circus. Frying circus. 
And Rod Stewart. Is that McCoy's umbrella? Say it. <laughs> Patient. Patient. <laughs> we both did it. <laughs> and now we're doing train spotting. <laughs> and the wig came off. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just use mints. <laughs>
Who's Shakespeare? Shouldn't it be Euros? <laughs> <laughs> Not as funny as Titus. <laughs> Hilarious.
Paul McGann. I'm married, of course. <laughs> All of the black adders. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. One more callback to mustaches. I know. I'll miss them. <laughs> God. He finally is king. <laughs> Welp, that's it. That's all of Blackadder that there is until the year 3000. We're going to take a short little interlude here, uh, which is uh, when we'll be going back in our time machine and just making a few little changes. You won't even know we did it because uh, it'll just be history to you, uh, but uh, you'll hear a little bit of music and then we'll be back to talk about back and forth. All right, welcome back. Uh, it is time now for us to talk about Blackadder back and forth. Jeff, what did you think? I liked it better than uh, than I remembered. I mean, I remembered the plot pretty well, actually. Um, and in fact, uh, you know, one of the later series of Futurama uh, actually do a pretty spun-on um, parody of this in which uh, they end up screwing with the timeline and... Uh, and the American Revolution fails, so everybody ends up British. Um, <laughs> at any rate, um, that's hardly the first time I'm sure that's, that plot's been done anyway, but um, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's weird without... I mean, it seems funny for me to, to decry something without a laugh track, but I kind of missed it, to be honest. Yeah. And I mean, you know, this this was done for... I mean, I think this was played at, like, the Millennium Dome. I mean, this this was a Millennium special and stuff like that, and so it's, it's shot differently than... Uh, than most of the other ones. Um, I, I do feel like it loses a little bit from that. 
mm-hmm. but uh, and you know on the whole it's it's um, I was gonna say not quite as as funny in some ways just because I mean the interesting thing is that even with a Christmas Carol right Christmas Carol was all about Blackadder and his arc of the character and mm-hmm. uh, and everybody else that we went to go see were the 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 um, with the exception of the future history er, uh, everything else we knew those characters already uh, on this one they're all you know we don't really know any of the uh, the Millennium characters on this one so they're they're not really there they're just the newest iterations as far as that goes and I mean you know we get Queenie I'm glad we get another uh, brief look at Queenie but the other ones are ones that we haven't spent a lot of time with either even though they're the typical um, you know darling archetype and um, mm-hmm. and you know um, and Stephen Fry archetype. I mean, we even get the bat out of the uh, the Roman <laughs> one. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's not like totally un- unknown, but uh, it, it always it, this always feels a little disconnected to me mm-hmm. uh, on the whole. Even though I do like the arc and the fact that you know the um, the they actually get to be king and prime minister. Even though we keep forgetting about the fact that Baldrick was in fact elevated to the House of Lords a while ago. <laughs> you were obsessed uh, with that fact. <laughs> I am because it just goes away. It just totally goes away. I, I want a story of how he loses his lordship. I, I just uh, the great you know, missing, or episode. maybe he's, or maybe he just is all along. And and yeah, I, I just there's some backstory there I want to know. But you know, I I enjoyed it. But you know, it's it's um it's middle of the road. I'm glad it exists. Though so. yeah. I think I'm pretty much in the same place. I'm glad it exists, um, but it feels to me like a lot of other sort of like, let's all get back together and do a special things like uh, the five doctors, for example, in Doctor Who or, mm-hmm. you know, the later Abfab like movie and stuff like that. It's like it's it's fun to see them again, but it's it's not something that feels uh like anything but an exercise in I'll remember when this is funny. So, I mean, it just, a lot of the jokes to me just sort of felt, uh, not funny. <laughs> like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like they felt like, uh, someone who was trying to write a black adder episode, but wasn't Richard Curtis or Ben Elton. Uh, and it just, it didn't quite, it was kind of ersatz, you know, ersatz. Yeah. Um, even though it was them. So, uh, you know, that's how I felt about it. I mean, I, I didn't feel any kind of hostility toward it because of course it is, it is a special, it is for funsies. Um, and it it had its entertaining moments. Um, it's, it's a fun little premise. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has the feel of a special and you sort of have to take it on that level. I think. Agreed. Agreed. And, um, and I'm sad that they didn't bring. I mean, they brought Rick Mail back, but uh, but they they brought Kate Moss in, and while she's wonderful, I think we needed uh, we needed another give her a blaster moment personally. But oh it's yeah, okay. it's it's always nice to have her involved. Um, but it was fun. It's good times. Colin Firth as William Shakespeare. My God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's weird. I, I didn't recognize. <laughs> I didn't recognize who was playing Napoleon. I didn't either. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, well. So, um, yeah. Well, I guess we don't need to belabor it. Um, it was a nice little coda on this whole thing. Uh, and as I agree with you that it's fun that they end up as king and prime minister at the end. Uh, it's, it's nice that 
uh, we started this out with him being a bastard who was hoping to ascend to the throne, and he finally does make it. Uh, well, so that's we know a nice that, little, you know, he has thing. good fortune in the future as well, right? So uh, we mm-hmm. see a little bit of his future. Uh, I, I love the little bit where um, where uh, Baldrick reaches out to uh, kiss her hand, and Blackadder swats it away. Like it, that just oh, in I, a couple seconds. It's the you know, it's still the relationship. <laughs> yeah, I didn't quite catch what happened there. If she yanked it away or what happens, that's fun. Oh no, he slapped her hand. Yeah, he, he slapped his hand. Funny. Uh, cool. Well, um, we have some other stuff to talk about, so maybe it's time to jump into that. Uh, the first thing we're going to do, hold on to your seats, everyone, is we're going to go through the rankings. Uh, and I think what we said we were going to do was we were going to do it in groups so that it's not like this tedious thing of back and forth, uh, every time, uh, do we want to do, I think we talked about either doing three groups of nine or nine groups of three. Now that we're here, what do you want to do, Jeff? Three groups of nine or nine groups of three. Um, I, I think I think doing nine in a row is good, because otherwise we'll be going on for quite a while, I think, back and forth. Ha, back and forth. Oh, so three groups of nine. I think so. Okay. Um, I usually decide who goes first. I will give you that honor to decide this time. Pass or play, pass or play. Big money, big money. Um, I'll, I'll go first. All right. Um, and are we starting, we're starting from the very bottom? Uh, I yes. assume working our way up. So let's, uh, yeah, let's start at the bottom. Okay. Um, so I, I should say that on the whole, even though they do interleave a little bit, uh, for the most part, um, most of the season one episodes end up at the bottom for me, um, and uh, and followed by really three and two, and four is kind of speckled in uh, among the other episodes. Uh, so at any rate, uh, beginning, um, the uh, the first, let's see, the, the lowest one on there is uh, 1.2, Born to be King. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, you know, I, I've said there's no there's nothing as uh, uh, there's no such thing as a bad Blackadder episode. There are less entertaining Blackadder episodes, and that one counts. And some of that is just obviously due to my um, general feelings of the first season character, even though there's bits of it that I, I appreciate. Um, the the second one is the foretelling, the very first episode, um, and then. The uh, the third one is uh, the last episode of that season, the Black Seal. Uh, although I do like the fact that it establishes uh, the pattern for uh, um, that something uh, happens nastily to somebody at the end of every season. So I appreciate <laughs> yes. that. Um, let's see. So that's three. Uh, number four is also the first season, one dot three, the Archbishop. Hmm. Um, interesting. Uh, so I, I felt like that was getting better, but. Uh, but still, I'm, I'm putting that there. Um, and so that's four. Number five is uh, 4.1 Captain Cook. Um, hmm. I, I, it, four, four, like I said, was a little hard in terms of figuring out where to place all of them. But I, I think for the most part, I'm going to place them there because um, uh, the, the latter two episodes of the first season, I, um, I did enjoy uh, and would probably go back and revisit. Whereas Captain Cook, I'm not sure that I... I'm not sure I would reach for that anytime mm-hmm. soon. Um, so that's five. Uh, number six is uh, the Cavalier Years, uh, which was entertaining, but I would put that as a, um, you know, as a very light little bit of, um, uh, light little bit of How's Your Father? No, that's not quite what it is. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, let's see. The the next one is Back and Forth, which we just watched. Um, I, I might flip the two. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I mean, we had I had all of five minutes to decide where to put that one, to be honest. So, Fair enough, um, yes. Not sure. Uh, and then, so that's seven. And so um, it's nice to line up the last two, because the last two are are the remainder of the first season episodes, 1.5, The Witch Smeller Persuivant, and 1.4, The Queen of Spain's Beard. Um, and I'm tempted to put The Queen of Spain's Beard higher. Um, I, I really am. But uh, at, at this point, this is where it uh, it lies. It, it feels sad for me to do that just because uh, the, the double act of, um, of uh, Miriam and... and, uh, and, um, and Jim Broadbent are so brilliant in that one that I I, mm-hmm. I would love to put that higher. I just can't figure out where to put it. Fair enough. Uh, sorry, did you did you get through all your nine then? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes, that's nine. Okay, cool. Uh, I will try not to talk about each one, but I'll 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 do what I have to. Here we go. Um, my my lowest one in this set is back and forth. Um, and I kind of gave the reasons why I put it there. It's just not as funny as the rest of them somehow. Um, and it, you know, it feels a little more labored. Um, you know, we've just now talked about it, but yeah, to me, that one's easily down there. It's, it's pleasant. I'm glad it exists. There's no really bad episodes on this list, but it's, it's the one that I like the least out of all the ones we did. Uh, next, uh, oh, so I was going to mention also, as you're going through, I'm keeping track of how many we have in the same tier, uh, Mm -hmm. and we have six of the same episodes in this tier, which is interesting. Uh, my next two in order are the Black Seal and the Foretelling, uh, more or less for the same reasons. They're just, you know, not as great. Uh, the Cavalier Years is next for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the Witch Smeller Persuivant. After that, uh, just it's got a lot to recommend it, but it's it's unpleasant in a lot of weird ways. Um, Money is next, and that's the same reason, really. Uh, Captain Cook and Born to be King are my next two. I actually quite like Born to be King, but it definitely does. uh, It it just has that early thing going on. That's all. Mm. Um, And then finally, Head is the next one on my list. Um, so those are all the ones that are here. We agreed on everything except head money and the witch smeller for persuivant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's where we are. That's, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, uh, I have to say for witch smeller persuivant, I do enjoy Frank Finley being completely, completely, utterly nuts. Um, <laughs> part of me wishes I could rank that one higher too, but but it suffers from first seasonitis, I think, is the only yeah. reason why. Was that on your uh, tier nine? Did I just space out yeah, there? N- yeah, that was uh, Witch Smellers Persuivant and Queen of Spain's Beard were the last two. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know game. how I managed to miss that. But yeah, so actually yeah. we agree on seven of the last nine. So that's okay. interesting. interesting. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the two the two uh, second season episodes are the only ones that mm-hmm. we disagree on, on that one. Um, well, okay, so I guess let's do the next tier. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the next one is uh, 4.2, Corporal Punishment, uh, the uh, the Blackadder Shoots a Pigeon episode. Um, yes. Uh, let's see. The uh, uh, the next one is 3.4, Sense and Senility, so the first appearance of the third season on here. Okay. Um, uh, the one after that is Dish and Dishonesty, 
which I suppose would be ranked higher if uh, we actually made uh, more use of the fact that Baldrick is a lord. <laughs> I am not <laughs> letting that go. Not letting that go. Oh, my um, God. The, the one after that, uh, 4.3, private plane, and that grieves me to no end to put, uh, to put Rick Mail in that, uh, in that spot. I mean, it's in a middle slot for the most part, but... Um, uh, I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, then 4.4, Major Star, and I actually have debated whether I would flip those two. Those are very close, in my opinion. Um, followed by, uh, and, and really, at this point, everything on this tier, it, to me, almost becomes sort of difficult to rank. After this is uh, 3.6, Dual and Duality. Um, I, I love the utterly unhinged um, Stephen Fry in this episode, mm -hmm. and I, I want to rank this one higher. Uh, in fact, it seems weird because the next two that I have after this are head and money, and I'm almost tempted to flip those as well. But uh, e even the lesser second season Blackadders, like I feel like I could sit and, and watch a million times. I, I don't think I would ever end up with those in the uh, in the, the lowest tier. So that's why that's there. And then the last one in this tier. Um, uh, again, I, I I love all of them at this point. Uh, is uh, four five General Hospital. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I mean, uh, when you started going through them, I realized that we have three tiers, so it's not really that remarkable that everything has a sort of one in three chance of coinciding. Uh, but we mm -hmm. did fewer this time. Uh, there's only five on your list that are on my second tier. So okay. Uh, I started. I mean, two two of them we knew because two of them were were on my were, were on your lower tier. So right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so corporal punishment is the next one. Um, which I actually like a lot. Like, I, I find it really entertaining. I think that that one is less of a what do I like sort of thing and a little bit more of um, it, this is kind of just an excuse for some jokes. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But uh, uh, from a purely subjective point of view, I do enjoy it. Uh, and we are definitely getting to the ones where they're difficult for me to rank, too, because uh, I like them so much. Major Star is next. I have ink and incapability here, um, and then knob and nobility. Um, I I kind of I really like knob and nobility because of the weird, um, like party political broadcast thing that they do. They just do some things in that episode that they kind of never do again and hadn't done before that, which I think are really fun. Um, oh wait, th that's that's dish and dishonesty. Oh no, yeah, I am thinking of dish Nob and dishonesty. What's knob yeah, and nobility? Knob and nobility is the French Revolution episode. Oh, no, that's terrible. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, now it's making more sense to me. Uh, yeah. Beer is next, uh, kind of right in the middle. Um, I do like it, but it is right in the middle. Then it's Dish and Dishonesty. Um, and that one maybe would be even higher. Um, but, uh, but yeah, those are the things I like about it. Sense and Senility I like next. And then Private Plane. Uh, and this tier for me ends with Chains. Uh, I think largely because of the, um, uh, the, the, the extended sequence in the dungeon with the, the charades and everything else I really enjoy. So that's where I ended up there. Okay. Let's do top tier. Well, then we're up to the top. Uh, let's see. Uh, the first one on that list is, uh, ink and incapability. And I probably could be persuaded to swap that one with general hospital from the previous tier. Uh, it's, uh, I go back and, and forth on that one. Um, uh, I, I do love uh, love Edmund torturing um, 
torturing Robbie Coltrane on that. Um, <laughs> uh, the one after that is uh, Black Adder's Christmas Carol. Um, so of all the specials, I'm happy to notice that uh, that one ended up in the top tier for both of us, I gather. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the one after that is Knob and Nobility. Uh, again, you know, from the, uh, the double... The double pimpernel we get with um, with both Nigel and uh, and Tim McInerney is beautiful. Plus, of course, the uh, um, the uh, little Chris Barry cameo. Um, the one after that is Amy and Amiability. Um, uh, another reason it grieves me to put General Hospital in the second tier is because I feel like anything with Miranda Richardson should be uh, up in the top tier, except of <laughs> course for the except of course for black and back and forth. Sorry, yeah. um, but. Uh, Although yes, she is I mean, probably the best part of it. Oh, this is true. This yeah. is utterly true. Um, so that's that's there. Um, after that, I put beer, and I, I you know the the drinking contest bit is not so interesting, but the white adder stuff is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that extended turnip shaped like a thingy uh, uh, bit is got to be one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. So uh, it is so quite good. There. Yes. Um, and so now we're up to my top four, and this really, really hurts. Um, I put goodbye in this slot, and the the tough thing about ranking goodbye is it's such a brilliant show, but it's so different than uh, even though it's a culmination of everything from the fourth season, it's so different from the rest of the sh- uh, the rest of the episodes that I tried to think of where to rank them and like I you can make a case for anywhere between one and four uh, on this list for me and I would mm-hmm. have no problem with that whatsoever I mean it was a phenomenal episode and it's true I don't normally reach for that I think uh, I think I would reach for it if I was watching the whole season uh, as opposed to watching it by itself and maybe that's one reason to keep it out of the uh, uh, with top spot, but it's funny. I was just looking on Facebook. Somebody had a list of like the best series finales, and and um, not counting back and forth. Uh, like if I was going to term goodbye as a season uh, as a series finale, like I mean that should be up in one of the the best series finales of all time for sure. Um, uh, after that is uh, is chains. Um, again, I love it as a finale. I love it as a single episode. I love the the. Uh, the game of charades, and as much as uh, as I know, it probably tortured you. I love you, Laurie's <laughs> completely nuts accent. Rick my Rowenge, uh, and and I love the I love the conclusion, the fact that he's basically you know the uh, if only I can get the accent right at, at the very end. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful way to sum up that whole season. Um, and then for the top two. Which again, I've swapped back and forth a million times, and in fact, I'm going to sw- the, the order that I'm looking at right now. I'm going to swap. Um, it gives you an idea of how uh, even they are. I'm going to put number two at Potato. Um, mm-hmm. You know the 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 wonderful utter craziness of of Tom Baker, who I could just sit there and and watch uh, all the time. I mean, Simon Jones is playing a, a great straight man for that, but, but let's face it, this episode is all about the Tom Baker and, uh, and the fine wine. Um, uh, interestingly enough, I was watching, um, I've been binging community and, um, the first episode of the second season where Betty White is on there as, uh, as the anthropology professor and is, oh, yeah. is uh, drinking her own urine and all I could think of was a fine wine. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that means that the number one spot, um, goes to the episode that was filmed second but shown first in the second season because it is an utter, utter 
tour de force. Um, it, it's uh, got enough of a pastiche of Twelfth Night, one of my favorite Shakespeare's, and it is probably the the uh, them at their utter wittiest, utterly exploding after uh, a- after the 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 um, misstep in the figuring out of the first season. Um, is uh, is Bells. I adore that episode, and chances are if there's one episode that I pick to show to people uh, for Blackadder, and I have to introduce to Blackadder, it's Bells. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the only problem with that being that after that, it's, you know, that's the top of the list, so there's no <laughs> way you can top it after that. Well, you know. Um, I, I, I believe that I've enjoyed uh, all of them, if not as much as Bells, I think enough, close enough that I would not be disappointed if I were kind of new to this. Um, all right, so here's my top tier. Um, I've got Duel and Duality uh, as number nine, which, you know, I do feel like it could have swapped around with a bunch of other ones. Um, I think what I like about that is the same thing you did, which is Stephen Fry, and also the ending, which is a, a real fake out after uh, two seasons of everybody dying, or at least Blackadder dying. Uh, and then he suddenly does not this time around, which I thought was fun. Uh, Amy and Amiability is my next one. Um, oh, so I forgot to mention, we have five that we overlap on in this top okay. tier. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the fence about that one because I really like it a lot. But, you know, looking at this, I'm not sure if it was quite that high for me because uh, there's there's parts of it I enjoy and there are parts of it where I'm like, okay, okay, I get it, get on with it. So honestly, I'm reconsidering that a little bit now. It probably could drop down in favor of a few of these other ones, but it's still very great. So who cares? Uh, my next one is general hospital. And part of the reason that it's up here, as we discussed uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, is that it is so unusual, I think in the whole, uh, canon of Blackadder, uh, just, just the way it's done. And it's just perfectly, to me, just perfectly put together. It's it's a really great one, um, and uh, and I like it a lot. And of course, Miranda Richardson. Um, it's no secret, I think, that I like the first season a lot better than you do. Um, I I do think that uh, I like the character better after the first season of Blackadder, but I like the setting a lot. I like the way it's filmed. Um, and I do think Rowan Atkinson plays that character perfectly. Uh, it's just a, a much more sort of grating character. Um, so I'm very fond of a few of the first season episodes, and one of them here is the Archbishop. Uh, so this is maybe the most wow. interesting thing in our rankings is that I put it up there. And I think it's it's sort of the bomb effect. Um, it is like, well, like bomb, it actually is the third episode of the season. Uh, third episode of the series even um and it it just maybe is not kind of the most unique or remarkable of the episodes but there's something about it that just is so um what's the word i'm looking for Uh, it it just feels archetypal archetypal to me in a way um it has a pretty much all the things that i enjoy in blackadder are in that episode um in one form or another in their kind of like embryonic stage. So I really like the archbishop and I, I put it up there. Uh, number five is Christmas Carol. Um, definitely the best of the specials. And, uh, 
it's got a lot going for it because not only does it have like snippets of Black Adder two and Black Adder three, um, you know, which makes it a good thing to put on if you just want like a little uh, sampling of those two seasons. Um, it also has that great framing story of here's the one Black Adder who's a good person. Uh, and this is the story of how he learns to be a bad person, which is just a wonderful inversion of that whole story uh, in the beginning. So it's it's fabulous. And I think what clinched it for me being up this high is uh, that we had to re-record that episode. And we watched it two weeks in a row. And I enjoyed it just as much the second time, if not more. Mm-hmm. Number four, and this is another weird one for me. But I cannot deny that this episode has stuck in my mind as like an exemplary <laughs> Blackadder episode. There's things about it that I do not like, um, but there's so much in it that I love, and it, it, it is the one that sticks with me the most uh, from the first season. That's the Queen of Spain's beard. Um, it's partly the Miriam Margolis and Jim Broadbent thing. Um, it's partly the the kind of like reactions of the rest of the cast. Uh, to what's going on um it's just terrific uh it is probably well i guess by this ranking it is my favorite first season episode um and just one of my favorite blackheaders in general number three is goodbye uh and that one is here for all the obvious reasons um I definitely hear what you're saying. For the obvious reasons. (laughs) I I hear what you're saying about it being so, like, unusual in its way. uh, And I think that's true, too. Um, But having watched it again now, it's not just the very end. As we saw, it's, like, the entire thing. Um, And that balancing act of creating something that is uh, poignant and sad (laughs) and funny at the same time in, in a completely natural way as opposed to kind of a, a maudlin forced way it, it's just brilliant uh very very well done and our last two are identical uh, i have potato in the number two slot and then i have bells in the top slot and uh all of the things that you said are true of these uh best episodes of the second series which i think we both agree is is kind of our favorite um and uh yeah we totally agree about the appeal of those two episodes so there we go. That's our of course we do. Ranking. We're smart people, right? Yes. <laughs> so that was interesting. Uh, we, I, I think we had actually more overlap than I thought we would, especially since uh, between last week and now, I did swap a bunch of these around. Mm. So, um, yeah, very, I do very wish I do wish I could put the Queen of Spain's beard higher. Um, I, I probably wouldn't have it in my top tier, but it's it's tough. It's tough. Um, that, that's the one I think I agonized over the most after uh, after Goodbye, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I decided that I wanted to have uh, one from each series, at least one from each series in the top. Mm. Uh, and actually, I think almost by accident, I think I've ended up with two from each series in there, plus Christmas Carol. Nice. Just kind of nicely uh, symmetrical there. Um, but truly I do like all four of them. It's very difficult to choose between them, but we're about to make some choices here because it's time for the would you rathers. Oh my. So (laughs) 
the form that this takes is a little bit different. So it's it's uh, it's which of the black adders would you rather dot dot dot. So we are only including the the ones in the uh, in series one through four. So we have Edmund, the sniveling bastard. We have Edmund, the suave uh, Elizabethan courtier. We have Edmund, the servant to the uh, loopy prince. And then finally, we have uh, Captain Blackadder in the army. So we have those four choices. Um, you can say Blackadder one, two, three, or four. Um, and I've got some scenarios here. So the first one is, which of those Blackadders would you rather have dinner with? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I, I mean... Given given just about anything, I would probably answer two for a lot of these. Uh, I, I imagine no, maybe. I mean, I can imagine him being a little bit too insulting, and um, and uh, uh, but I also think that he would have a very good choice of of cuisine and being a, a man of wealth. And but I mean, it's tough also having having Blackadder as the servant, who I actually could picture um, uh, making some suggestions. So I'd be tempted to say three as well. I certainly wouldn't say. One and I don't think four would be very good dinner conversation. I think he'd be um, far, far too depressed and dour to be honest. Um, <laughs> but uh, between two and three, um, actually, I'm going to say two. Oddly enough, uh, I think I agree with you. Actually, um, that would be my choice. Um, I thought about four just because I think he would be grateful to have a nice meal, given what he normally has to eat. But I think most of his stories would be war stories, and I think two would be a lot more fun in a lot of ways. All right, now which of the Black Adders would you rather work for? Uh, let's see. Um, I wonder what it would be like to work under one. Um, it's the only one I can't, I can't really see at all. Um, two, I picture being far more. I mean, it's funny because um, I don't remember him punching Baldrick so much in uh, in two, uh, whereas I remember him punching a lot in three. Uh, but you know, it's interesting that in in and uh, you know, uh, for four, I'm not sure I'd want to be in the army. Period. So uh, um, I, I would leave that one out, I suppose. Um, Oddly enough, uh, like I feel like being being a competent person under him, unlike Baldrick, uh, I actually feel like we would get along well in fleecing the uh, the Prince Regent. To be honest, so uh, I, I'm going to say three for that. Oh, interesting. Um, I think I'm going to go with one, just because I think he would be the easiest to kind of manipulate. <laughs> I think the other ones would uh, probably be uh, just a little too. Uh, no bullshit, uh, you know, do what I tell you sort of guys. And, and one yeah. I think is more manipulable. So I'm going to go with one for that one. Uh, now, which of them would you rather have work for you? Hmm. Uh, would I want one to work for me? Um, <laughs> I mean, I can't picture two being um, somebody that would work for uh for anyone uh i mean obviously he's kowtowing to the queen but uh, I, don't, I don't picture him very much in a servant mode um three i th three i thought was uh, again he was a, a 
great servant. I mean, if he's anything, he's more the um, uh, the head of the household than anything else. So I, I'm almost tempted to pick three again for that. Whereas, um, you know, although he would be scheming, I'm sure. But um, yeah, I'm I'm actually going to say three again. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to say three as well. It's hard for me to picture any of the other ones working out. Uh, I feel like four might be, you know, a relatively honorable quote employee, but I mean, we saw his entire, his entire season is spent trying to get out of the ostensible work that he's doing. So it's like, eh, uh, three would probably hate me behind my back, but at least he would get things done competently. Uh, maybe a little too much. All right. Now, which of the black adders would you rather have as your enemy? Uh, probably one because he's so ineffectual <laughs> for the most part. I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go with, well, I was about to say four because I feel like he would be the least likely to, uh, actually mess with me. But then I remembered, uh, how like easily he turned on his friends <laughs> and what right, exactly. he got his actual enemies to do. So that's not a good idea. Um, ugh, this is not a good situation. You really don't want any of these people to be your enemy. Uh, but maybe two would be the safest. Huh. I, I feel like he was particularly manipulative in that one. That's, that's interesting. I feel, why, why not one out of curiosity? One, one was rather pathetic. I figure as an enemy, he'd be pretty easy to beat up. Well, I think, uh, it's not about being able to be beat up but but it's more that he's you know part of the royal family or you know unofficially or whatever but i i feel like he probably could have you killed fairly quickly and i was thinking at the moment in born to be king where he uh blows the scotman's scotsman's head off with a cannon so i don't know i mean it's it's kind of a lose-lose i don't think there's a real good person on this list to have as your enemy it's it's really the slightly lesser of four evils. <laughs> uh, and here's a, actually this is kind of a similar question. I don't know why I thought this would be different, but which would you rather turn your back on? So, uh, in the sense see, that you're not watching them and anything could happen. Yeah. See that that's pretty fraught in general. I think that that's actually a tougher question. But I, I would go with. Um, and it's interesting for one, you know, um, we've talked about how that uh, in the earlier ages, which were less, I guess you could say, civilized, that, um, that you know, it wasn't so much a beating. In that case, it was somebody was likely to slip you poison or a dagger in the back or something like that, right? I, mm -hmm. I don't picture three stabbing somebody in the back. I picture him, um, you know, kicking you or, or, or beating you or whatever. And, uh, um And where would I put four with that? Because I'm I'm tempted to say three, but I'm trying to think um, what to do with four. Um, I'm going to go with three again, actually, I think. All right. Uh, well, I mean, he does actually, I mean, in addition to Shaughnessy, he, he actually does have someone killed, we assume. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I oh, see. This is true. I see where you're coming from. Um here again, I'm sort of torn between one and four. Um, I think f I'm leaning toward four because I feel like 
if we're not positing him as your as my enemy, just someone I'm not watching and he happens to do something, I don't think he's going to do something to me. I think he's just going to try to like not go over the top. So the consequences I see, I think probably are lower. Um, my second choice would be one because again, I mean, depending on the, the situation, this hypothetical situation, I may not have anything that he really wants from me. So, I mean, for uh, four, deal, I could picture but, for four, I could picture him trying to maneuver me into a place where I'll have to go over the top or something. I suppose like that's that, true. Putting, yeah. Putting me in the other way. So, I mean, if we're specifically talking in this, in the situations of the show, I could picture myself being maneuvered into mm-hmm. mortal harm where, whereas I don't picture that for three. That's a good point. Uh, the next one, so now we're getting away from the ones where it's like all the answers are bad. Uh, which one would you rather partner with to commit a crime? Huh. Um, well, that's that's either two or three, I suspect. Uh, for four, uh, well, all right, definitely not one, let's face it. Um, <laughs> so we, we can eliminate that out. Um Four, four is interesting. It's tough because the stakes are, are fairly, despite the fact that it's life and death uh, in the on the front. Um, in some ways, though, the stakes are fairly small. It, it's more the fact that what he's, his agency, I suppose, is fairly constrained in that regard. So it's, uh, um, it's much smaller movements for the most part. Um, so that that kind of brings me between two and three. Um, that's a tough one. Two certainly has, um, Swaggery certainly has a lot more money and higher status, um, which doesn't necessarily mean you're better off committing crimes, but I do feel like he'd have bigger pockets to be able to, to do that as a, um, so I'm gonna say two. I'm actually going two as well. I think that, uh, it's between two and three for me for similar reasons, and uh, three, although he is very competent and we, we canonically has at least mugged someone, had someone murdered, basically stolen election. He, he actually is an accomplished criminal and a highwayman, right? Am I forgetting he, how things went in Amy and Amiability? He teamed um, up with a highwayman. Yeah. Well, he, he also, I mean, there's the scene where, um, <laughs> never a man's contents of a man's purse. I mean, that, that whole, uh, yep. that whole scene. So he did actually get a robbery and, and, uh out of it so yeah so actually maybe i'm changing my mind as i speak i think maybe three is the right one because he is a competent criminal uh whereas two um i think would be maybe maybe have a little bit more autonomy because he doesn't have to pretend to Mm -hmm. serve someone other than queen elizabeth but uh but yeah three i I think i'm going three because three is a a hardened criminal (laughs) Actually, I'll I'll buy, I'll buy that. It's yeah. in some ways he's he's had to uh, scrape by a little more, so he's needed to be more um, more um, ingenious and plain. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll 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 switch to three. Yeah, we're gonna agree on all these. Talk ourselves into it. Uh, which of the black enders would you rather be related to? Well, um, if I was related to one, then um, then there's a good chance that I would be on the throne or dead. <laughs> um, as often happened in those days. Um, yeah. So that that's a bit of a tough call. For for two, if I were related, I mean, there's a good chance that I could still be wealthy and yet still be not necessarily um, 
sitting in the court with a queen who would be um, looking to cut my head off um, if uh, she was feeling particularly mercurial and, and what have you that day. Um, so maybe I'll say two. Okay. Um, boringly, I may have to agree with you. My initial thought mm -hmm. was one for the same reason. I don't probably be a member of the royal family. Um, but it's such a crapshoot because not only could I be dead for like plotting reasons, but also uh, I'm probably going to have to go to war. <laughs> so uh, that's unfortunate, just like Harry and uh, and uh, Brian Blessed did. So, yeah, I don't really want to have to do that. Maybe it is. Maybe two is the safest choice here. I mean, on the other hand, to have, you know, Brian Blessed as your drinking buddy or something like that would be uh, would be just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is a big <laughs> perk there. So it's between one and two for me. Uh, final one. Which of the Black Adders would you rather be best friends with? Let's see. So if I was... Uh, if that was true for two, then that means I would be Lord Flashheart, and uh, and I would get Kate at the end. So uh, <laughs> uh, that 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 doesn't suck. Um, that would be pretty awesome. Um, and I always feel more comfy in a dress. Um, Is that your answer? I, I oh, yeah. I actually I actually picture you know palling around with uh, with blackadder and elizabethan england i i think would be uh would be a real hoot as uh i was gonna say as the kids say no kids say that kids of some generation say that, I suppose. um <laughs> kids of blackadder's uh, day yeah uh, so i'll say two all right um well i was considering three uh just because he seems uh, just thinking back to the fact that he seems intelligent and he seems ambitious in, uh, as we discussed, ways that don't relate to just, you know, getting money and uh, killing people. He, you know, he's a novelist, an aspiring novelist. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's learned enough to write a whole dictionary or at least attempt to um, and try to make it convincing. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think he might be a good person to pal around with, except for the minor problem that he's a butler in <laughs> the prince's uh, uh, pleasure palace. And uh, I don't think I'd get to just walk in and hang around all the time. Uh, so who knows? We'd, we'd probably just have to meet up at Mrs. Migginson's pie shop and play chess or something. So maybe two would be a lot more fun. So I'm going to go with you there as well. You know, it's interesting. Some of these, we, we've couched a lot of these specifically in regard to, okay, if he were with us in that world and we were occupying his space, as opposed to, you know, take his personality and picture what it would be like hanging around with him uh, today, mm -hmm. I guess, or, you know, or just based on the on the personality. But but I, I think it's hard to take that out of the environment. So uh, so I, I think that was an actual, absolutely perfect choice for us to do under the circumstances. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I, I think, I mean, for this last question, for example, I, I think it still holds up. I think two uh, of the four of them probably has the most agreeable personality uh, because four is kind of a curmudgeon about everything. Uh, three is bitter and uh, kind of abusive, and then one is a creep. So, so you're sort of left with two as the most pleasant person to hang around with, as long as you don't get on his bad side or have something he wants. 
You can just expect a steady be, stream of insults, really. I mean, which would be utterly true for me. I mean, that's that's absolutely where I would slot in. I have no yeah. doubt of that. All right. Well, that uh, that little Cosmo personality quiz <laughs> is uh, the end of our Blackadder saga. We have been doing this for half a year. As I think you pointed out, it's been, what, 27 weeks now of Blackadder. It's... It, uh... Yeah, there's uh, so four seasons of six plus uh, three specials. Yep. Yep. It's a lot of Blackadder. It is. It is indeed. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I guess you could say, considering this went all the way back to Roman times, I guess it's the, we covered, you know, 2,000 years of, uh, of history in that time. So, my God, of course it feels like a long journey. <laughs> plus the future. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, if you've been listening to this, um, as uh, at least one or two of you have, um, thank you so much for coming with us on this journey. Uh, this is the end of season two. There will be a season three. We know oh, what yes. the show is. Do we want to do want to say what it is now, or do we want to leave it as a surprise for people when they when they get season three? No, I think we should do it as a nice tease to tell people. Wait, you think we should tell people or not? I, I do think we should tell people. I mean, what if people were getting bored and like, I'm not going to do this or, or, or I'm all done. And then we tell them and they're like, oh, good. Uh, now I'll continue to listen and I'll tell all my friends about this because I love the particular show that's coming up. <laughs> well, we're, we're about I, I, like... A, I hope, I hope really, really hard. <laughs> we're about an hour and 23 minutes into this episode. So I think they're if they're listening to this, they're already pretty dedicated. But let's say it. Um, Jeff and I have been talking about it. And we are going to do the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series, which is, uh, in addition to being one of my favorite things in the whole world, and I think one of Jeff's favorite things in the whole world, is, Correct, five points. is six episodes long. So it will be the shortest season that we've done, although I suppose we could consider doing the movie too, but my God, what pain no, that would that be does, to end that with. that does not exist in this dojo, sorry. <laughs> yep, okay, no. fair enough. I concur. So, uh, we can, yeah, we can watch the segment where they all turn into yarn. I enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be and, a really and short that Stephen event. Fry and that Stephen Fry was a great version of the book. And True. Uh, and Alan Rickman was uh, was good casting for Marvin, the Predator of Android. But yep, that's it. Well, maybe at one point we'll just list all the things we hate about it. Maybe maybe in the sixth episode we'll do that. But yeah, that's our next thing. I hope you will join us for it. Um, we, I'm also looking forward to the fact that I'll be redoing the logo and the theme tune, which is always fun. Um, so hopefully there will not be a gap in time, but there might be a week or two. Please don't forget about us if that happens. And uh, we'll see you in Season 3. Uh, until that time, this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you've been listening to half a year of Starship Podcast Warlock. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Goodbye. I see what you did there. <laughs>